0: Welcome to following the leftovers, the officially unofficial podcast for the leftovers on HBO. I'm Jim, and I'm Aaron, and it's been a long time too long since who, we've got on these mics. Who boy has it? A uh, year and a half now, yeah, something like that. I think it was right before Christmas when we were wrapping up the last. It was. Season. I, I know that because
1: I, I listened to our uh, final coverage episode, and we were we on the on the uh, VIP feed. We were trying to encourage people to send us Christmas cards.
0: Yeah, so did I. Um, Listening to that made me realize how much of season two I've forgotten, which <laughs> right. is probably bad for this podcast. but in the in the time between this podcast and the next um the first episode, I'm gonna go binge season two again. Gotcha so uh,
1: I, I I'm because I kind of feel you on the details, but I watched the last two episodes and listened to our last uh, podcast, okay. and I feel like. You know, that, that's the great thing about the leftovers is any of the season finales so far could have been a series finale mm. and mm-hmm. felt good. Like, yep. in fact, I was listening to our last podcast. I'm like, why did you care so much about the timing of Evie disappearing? Like, that was the big burning question I had in my mind. Like, oh, there's a six hours, and I'm not saying it's going to ruin the show, but they should answer <laughs> it and they'll have an and I'm like, why do you fucking care, man? Cause, yeah. Because I, I laugh because I look at these these uh, promotional trailers yeah which are fantastic they're they're... the the, the one set to sos by abba in particular just made me want to slap myself and watch leftovers right now they make it they make it clear that we're a few weeks away from the seventh anniversary of the departure so multiple years have elapsed Mm -hmm. uh where Evie was in any given six-hour period four years ago is no one is going to be thinking or caring about. Y- you're right. And yeah. l- me, least of all. Mm-hmm. And these these trailers give me, like, you know, because like, cause we were kind of scraping for things to talk about last because there weren't a lot of loose ends. But this trailer... They're bonkers, man. At some <laughs> point, uh, we got Kevin rocking a Jarden PD police uniform, so he's law and order now. Which I mm-hmm. does that mean that the um, the Rangers have taken a back seat or gone? Like, yeah, like, I hmm. we know that Jarden is still standing, right? Um, it it looks a lot different. It looks <laughs> more like a permanent Burning, burning Man yeah. uh, convention now, but it's it's still it's still around. Um. Yeah the, the there's there's they're they're all going to Melbourne at some point Australia mm-hmm. Kevin gets drowned multiple times because we see him like I'm I'm guessing that at some point like, he gets uh, injured, and he's tied to, like, you know, in his backboard stabilizers, and, like, yeah. a, a fucking ambulance wrecks into the water, and he drowns and has a Jesus experience. <laughs> and then his dad and him try to generate that la- again later in the season, and they yeah. know, he has to hold him down in the tub.
0: Seems like it. Somebody Somebody's burning alive. We're not sure who it is. Matt but... is bashing someone in the face <laughs> on a boat with a fire axe. Uh-huh. Uh Nora gets a call from
1: a third party to ask her if she's interested in seeing her children again mm-hmm. which I'm wondering surely that's not a real offer that's that's something that's a, that's that's the um the leftovers version of the scam, of a scam like the Nigerian okay. print scam, sure like you're just preying on people and 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 knowing Nora like i do that's just going to set her off
0: yeah anytime uh Nora gets reminded about the bad things that have happened to her, mm-hmm. she goes off. And, you know, she's one of the ones that have been more sane,
1: like, you know, although she does have some showy, like, you know, ritual committing suicide right. and, <laughs> and making out with, uh, you know, uh, the, the living reminder or whatever, those, the dolls things. Uh, oh, yeah. She, she does tend to act out in pretty spectacular ways, but all in all, she seems pretty even keeled. This season might be one of the stories is her starting to lose it, Uh huh. you know, because Matt, I'm assuming, is going to be just a completely healthy person this season.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. Hitting someone in the face with with a fire axe or crutches where I, or whatever. He does. Where I'm sitting,
1: <laughs> I think the dude had it coming. All right. Like I, I have a hard to believe that Matt will not be fully justified in bashing that dude hmm. in the face with a fire axe when, when, when everything is revealed the fullness of time. I think
0: Matt's still got a few
1: crazy cards up his sleeve. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, but, but you, you know, what I mean, this like it just. Any one of those things seems like it would take a season to revol- resolve to get there, and they're going to do it yeah. all in this last season. I can't no, fucking wait, man.
0: Promos are bonkers, and it I'm like super conflicted with how I feel about it because I know this show is not going to be this joyful celebration of anything, and yet I watch these promos with so much joy. Right. So much joy because I know that one of my favorite shows ever is coming back. Right. It just it, – it's the wrong emotion to feel, <laughs> but I feel. Right, it. Well, I remember last year, one of the concerns we had before the start
1: of the season was, "Wow, they're just really, you know, like bonkers trailers." But are they giving away that the the right. country store? And yeah. then the season begins with cave women, uh-huh. and like,
0: oh no, shit! I was wrong to ever doubt. <laughs> like, yeah, in this one, they're really pushing the idea of the great flood again, right? Yes, like it's been seven years on the anniversary. Kevin's dad is saying. the the rains are going to start, and the earth is going to flood, and somebody's building a fucking ark. I think it's Kevin's dad. In Australia. Like, literally building an ark. Which is fucking cool. (laughs) And there's torrential
1: downpour coming. Like, that's the other thing that, like, we see that in a trailer, that there's, like, some no-shit, harmful amount of water falling from the heavens. Uh Uh-huh. You know, the other thing I, I kept thinking about is this idea that all of this is real none of this is actually supernatural and i mm-hmm. uh, remembering damon lindelof's uh, commitment that they actually did the medical research and science to establish that a man shot in that location could could live and that a man with this dose of chemical that was underground for 8 hours would live and that it's it's maybe unlikely but everything was plausible and we talked about how um in the in the final wrap up episode how okay, that's fine, but if you have a hundred wildly implausible to the point of almost being impossible things and they all happen, mm-hmm. isn't that now impossible? <laughs> right. But as I was listening to us talk about it, I became more convinced that that's one of the points of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, you, the human mind might eventually, like, uh, some point, like, sh- something could happen to you, even you, I'm talking to you, Jim Jones, mm-hmm. that would maybe make you believe in God.
0: Yeah, I've I've always held that, you know? It's it's a thing where right now I have a lack of evidence, and right. if I were presented with the right amount or right type of evidence, right. I would certainly believe it. Would you your know? first thought be, "Oh shoot, I got unconvertible pres- uh, evidence
1: of God," or would it be, "I'm going crazy"? Oh, probably the the latter. <laughs> and then I mean, because there's different ways to get manifest it. Like, what if it was right. like on CNN, like breaking news: scientists have discovered God. <laughs> right. God has made first contact. He has yeah. he has give, submitted to a DNA test, and surprise, were all his children, and, you know... I would want a consensus. I would want, like, other smart scientists to <laughs> check DeGrasse it out. Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and, right. and uh, Bill Nye. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Carl Sagan, Coming who has back. been in heaven for 20-some years, are all holding hands and saying, this is real, Jim Jones. We're yeah. writing a book about it right now, but God is real. All right, like, I'm in. Yeah, see, I'm saying, like, yeah. ev- so, so, like... But it, but it, I, that's the other thing I keep coming back to, like you know, I talk about an asteroid hitting the Earth, and it just coincidentally yeah. happens to be on a day to some crackpot prophet predicted that the end would come. Mm-hmm. I feel like ninety nine point nine nine percent of humanity just instantly becomes whatever that crackpot's religion is, because it's just like we we can't set up, we can't conceive of that kind of coincidence, even though conceivably it, it can, it's it's possible to happen could happen every, anytime.
0: Yeah, um, uh, for me, it would be tougher than like you know, one incident. Right. Because coincidence is always in play. But like, if, if someone could, you know, consistently predict something and we tested it and it, it turns out to be true. Yeah. You got to start believing in stuff.
1: But I think that's the interesting story that this is being told as a, a a logical man just being hit with coin. Like there's multiple. I mean, I'm, I'm, I I think more than ever, I believe this is all natural causes and it's, there is no supernatural event. Huh. Okay. (laughs) Um, but and that's funny because it sounds like we're we're still in disagreement. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, like, I, I, I this is a story about a, a fairly logical man instead of people that, when hit
0: with coincidence after coincidence, have to conclude it's supernatural. Right. And I think Kevin is still, even in season three, he still seems to be resisting that to a degree. Right. You know, um, because <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I'm not Jesus. And right. Matt's telling him, no, I'm not saying you are, but the beard looks good on you. Sure. Which, sure. great joke. Um, but eventually something convinces him that he can do something about it. And I think it's his dad. Well, I also
1: think – because there's something in um, – and I don't know if this is this is an official Christian doctrine or if this is apocrypha or this is just a cool idea I wrote, wrote, uh, read. But there's a concept where Jesus wasn't really Jesus. Or he was always Jesus. But he he had he didn't have any really direct – not like, he, people told him he's Jesus, and it's like, okay, I get it, I'm Jesus. But he didn't have any of his memories of being up in heaven, and at his baptism, that was revealed to him. Like, the Holy Spirit flooded him, and he got, like, you know, Matrix-style jacked with all of his pre-human history and eons that he spent with his father. And then he, like, yeah. became that, – that he's, like, fucking Super Saiyan Jesus. Yeah. I wonder if, Kevin, that's, that's still yet to come. Like, people are telling him he's Jesus – and he's not in and i'm not saying like you know, he's literally he's kevin people are saying hey you're i think you might be kevin and he's like no i'm <laughs> yeah. not i'm not kevin i, I wonder if there's going to be a revelation type thing maybe this drowning
0: experience is going to tie into that yeah uh i think so or he might get so desperate that he's willing to go along with this plan just in case he <laughs> is like special somehow right because uh, i mean the guy's died three times and you can hear the, the narration the voiceover saying that yeah you know, multiple people telling him, "Look, you have died." Mostly the Murphys. Several family. times, the Murphys are all. <laughs> I over shot it. you. I buried you, and and his dad as well. You, you know? threw your own damn self into a lake. Uh huh. Uh huh. So at some point, maybe he doesn't even necessarily believe in himself, but he's willing to go along with it just in case. Maybe he's got nothing left to lose. Um, well, plus that might
1: be, you know, with his experience particularly in the the disappearance. Yeah, he was in the middle of fucking a woman. Right, and I—I I bet the survivor. We talked about the survivor guilt of something like that would be extreme. Mm-hmm. Like you're as close. You're literally inside of the other person when this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I bet. I, I wonder what it would feel like. Would that make your survivor guilt better or worse if you subsequently find out that well, maybe the universe did try to take you, but you just can't die. <laughs> you're a Highlander or some kind of thing hmm. where you just you you functionally cannot die, and yeah. I, I think that's an interesting t- thing to take. Oh, speaking of the flood, let, I want to talk about random fascinating things I know about the flood uh, that might be um, used to speculate on the upcoming season. Yeah. Uh, of course, everybody knows Noah and his sons and their Wives and his wife Constructed this ark over a period Of a long time
0: It's impossibly Large ark.
1: Yeah it's a, It had to hold t- Two of everything uh, There's seven of a lot Of other things That it held Like you see right. Like the cattle And the pigs And stuff Like stuff you might eat Although Jews don't eat pigs um, Yeah
0: there's definitely a significance to the seven-year Well, year Noah wasn't a Jew. Maybe he's just eating the pigs left and right. There was no law right. covenant then. Why not? I, he probably ate everything. Yeah. He probably tried one of each. He yeah. brought three
1: of each and he ate yeah. one of each. Because if God didn't tell you not to eat pig, uh-huh. you'd probably at least try it, and then you'd find out it it's delicious. Sure. And and maybe maybe one out of a thousand of you die from the back. But, but still, bacon's yeah. pretty tasty, y'all. Pigs were a
0: lot cleaner back then, too.
1: Right, right. The well, they are closer to perfection. Right. They're closer to the garden of Eden pigs, genetically. They yeah. hadn't drifted yet. <laughs> uh, anyway, this thing Jehovah's Witnesses actually believe. <laughs> uh, so he, he gathers all this up. It took him like 80 years. I can't remember the exact period of time, but that's the other thing because you know, people lived a lot longer back right. then because reasons. Um, he Close preached the that, throughout the whole period. He told everyone, like, look, you got to get on the boat because there's going to be a rain come and it's going to kill everybody. And if you're not in the boat, you're all going to die. And everybody laughed and jeered as he's creating this giant boat. Yep. So... The the other thing, uh, so so the the legend then continues that Abraham or not Abraham, sorry, Noah and his family went into the ark and they shut the door and then when the first few raindrops started falling, the mass of humanity realized the jig was up and were like, hey, we really want on the boat and Noah and his family tried to open the doors because they're they have fellow feeling for their humans mm-hmm. but the lord the giraffes had, got in the way the the, <laughs> the lord had sealed the door shut oh, he had used shit. the giraffe's neck as a giant bar and <laughs> and noah couldn't lift the full grown giraffe uh but the lord sealed the doors so the people outside died in in, in their agonies yeah um i wonder if there's going to be some kind of that that's the juicy piece of symbolism i'm and like what kind of gut-wrenching thing are we going to see it almost seems like because there's not enough people for everyone that I care about in the show in that fucking boat that this dude's building is what I'm getting. <laughs> right,
0: at. it's a small boat. <laughs> it's it's a one twenty second scale replica <laughs> yeah. of the arc. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I I wonder if we're even going to see anything. I, I don't know. We might see something like that, um, but I think the bigger thing is going to be Kevin. Needing to sacrifice himself, or at least thinking he needs to sacrifice himself to stop the flood. Hmm. That's what I'm pulling out of these trailers, because his dad's very keen on drowning him in that bathtub. Right. uh, And apologetic for it, but it needs to be done, and Kevin's the only one who can do it. I mean, I that is a moment. Like a father having to drown. Like, that's that's fucking- This is Abraham and Isaac, right? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, except-
1: it seems like he's going to go through with it. Right. But he doesn't actually die, so... That, that's it'd, be, true. it'd be like yeah. if, he's, if if Abraham slit Isaac's throat and then it just sealed up in like Wolverine style, and he's yeah. like, hey, that ended better than expected.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how was the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to definitely get more hotel scenes, right? For sure. I okay. mean, if... if- if that is whatever limbo state or afterlife he's in, then yeah, I mean he he seems like he's going to die, or maybe a couple times. Or at least.
1: Uh, so let's talk about okay. Or the other explanation is also that's just his go to. Uh, that's the way his brain contextualizes the near death experience. Sure. So you are totally on
0: board with supernatural things on the show. I'm on board. Yeah. Why? Just because you're you're tired it's, of fighting it? Well, I think it's that exact thing of like you know at some point the coincidences mount up and they become. You know, circumstantial evidence, certainly, but evidence nonetheless for the supernatural. So in this big infinite universe,
1: you think these sequence of events, it, it beggars your belief that these sequence of
0: events could happen to these small subset of people. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, you know, Kevin's deaths. It was the earthquakes that save him. It's its kind of everything just piled up Huh. that now, you know, the scales have tipped for me. And I think in this fictional universe that they're spinning, certainly. There's I thought, uh, you're, you're a lot events. easier than I thought you'd be. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it would take, like, you know, in literal, the real world it would.
1: literal atomic fire-generated letters that say, yeah. I am that I am in the sky a thousand miles high while literal angels' choruses are singing and everyone around the world agreed, shit, we all see and hear this. <laughs> and you'd be like, all right. In real life, I think you let's can probably see what, fake that. Let, let's see what Neil and, and Bill Nye have to say about this. <laughs> right. When's
0: Carl Sagan coming back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm much more willing to go along with it in a fictional universe, right? Okay. And, and that's the thing Because like, the stakes are not,
1: non-existent. I'm still maintaining my rationalism, uh-huh. but I also am not, wouldn't be angry at all if it turns out it, it's all supernatural. Gotcha. Because I'm not invested in that aspect of it. I just think that- uh, you know, it's kind of amazing. It's it, it, it's it's almost like the social experiment they're running. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we'll get atheist, we'll get the atheists and Christians to watch this television show and see how many atheists we can turn Christian. How many Christian we can turn <laughs> atheists. Yeah, or believers. I should say believers. Christian is too uh, Specific, too limiting. Yeah. yeah, and this is uh, the other thing I appreciate about the show is that it it uh, calls from a lot of different uh, traditions, and a lot of different
0: uh, religious backgrounds, and a lot of different TV shows. I couldn't help but notice. That Nora's path here, I, th- everything seems to just be the beginning of Lost. Like, this is a preamble to Lost. They're all flying over to Australia. Oh, shit. In these trailers. Nora's getting into a a shipping crate, which I assume she's coming back from Australia, just like Jack's dad, being trying to be shipped back in a casket. What if this is the tale of the exact flight, like the day before yeah. Lost? Oceanic... Flight yeah. one fifteen, that's not it. Right, but
1: yeah. Flight, yeah, whatever the numbers that Jerry had in his lottery ticket, I don't know. <laughs> right. It's not even Jerry, right? I, I think maybe He's the fat guy on the show. Hurley. Jerry, yeah. Is it Jerry? No,
0: that's Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. Hurley. Yes, yeah. Jerry is the Hurley of the Walking Dead. There, that's why it's all fitting together. But I think like maybe I don't know, either Matt or Kevin's dad is Locke maybe Kevin is Jack that would be so Lindelof yeah to I mean it's it's man of faith man of science right I mean yeah yeah But no, i say like
1: knowingly winking and like implying oh, somehow yeah. that the two universes are coupled somehow okay that they're actually I just said yeah. somehow twice inappropriately uh now here's here's the thing though in the lost universe the departure didn't happen
0: maybe so they're you... the departed ones <gasps> <laughs> the flight never happened. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were just departed onto a plane bound for L.A. Yeah. That then crashed on this, I don't know, purgatory island? Wow. Or something. I I never watched the end of that series, so. Or maybe
1: they were in the universe that no one departed. So it's like exactly like our universe except for no one departed. It would quickly, quickly spiral from there, but- they get in the plane and those people that would have departed all are crash on planes around the globe. Oh, right. And the was just one story.
0: Okay. Like there's there's like
1: deserted it. islands all over the world and mountain tops you can't get off of and <laughs> and uh you know vast tundral planes. these planes went down, like you know 3 you know, 300 million of them, right? I don't know how many what's one what's 3% of the population of earth. Uh a lot. I don't
0: I don't know what that. They've said the number,
1: and I think it's like three million or three hundred million, something like that. Yeah, it'd be three million from the United States, right? Because they have three hundred million. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So all right, six million or something.
1: Hey, want to pause here to tell you? We're really glad you're back for the leftovers. Or joining us for the first time, but also let you know that we're doing a lot more than just uh, leftovers right now. We got Better Call Saul going. We got Fargo coming out soon. We're also covering the Expanse uh, in a you know in, in kind of like a bingey fashion uh, on the Bald Move TV, which is also a thing that's getting uh, some weekly play. We talked about the Breaking Bad movie last week, and I'm uh, following like Girls and Netflix's Love, and we did the whole segment on the Young Pope. Um, a lot of stuff at Bald Move to check out. Just want to let you guys be, uh, let you all be aware of it. One one might wonder how we do uh, three podcasts on some three of the biggest shows on television and uh, where we find the time. Well, the reality is uh, we do this on, on a full-time basis, and a large reason why we can get away with that is because of the generous support of our listeners. And they do that primarily through the club at club.baldmove.com, which uh, you uh, pay a monthly or quarterly or annual subscription fee, and you get a lot of cool features in return. First, the the warm glow from supporting independent podcasters such as gemini two free feeds three special content such as lunch with jim and aaron quit your pitching silent movies uh let's play a variety of let's play video games there's just tons of bonus content and the best part you can try it all for free with a 30-day trial just by signing up at club.baldmove.com you forgot and the biggest benefit you can sample
0: all that what you get a spot on the arc we're building an ark. We're taking your money we're building an ark with You don't want to be on the other side of that ark when the doors are welded no. short by the Lord.
1: Or the giraffes. Or the g- welded shut, not short. <laughs> right. The Lord welds the door short, then everyone can get Sneak on. It under, yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's the scam of the century.
0: But uh, but yeah, if we build the ark, which there is no promise that we will, you will have a spot on it as a club member. And also, maybe we did build the ark, but you're in one of the many
1: multiverses where that didn't happen. Oh, good point. So, at any rate, we cannot be held responsible for any promises implied <laughs> or perceived. com. What else do we want to talk about cuz those are the big those are the big issues that you know jumped out to my attention um, cuz again like all the stuff that I was harping on last like the last season finale like, I just don't give a shit about yeah
0: and it looks like the stuff that I really cared about um they're going to get into right like John and his family mm-hmm. uh the murphys um it seeing what like this... happens to this weird family that they've got going on now with well, double X's and Nora and are like having philosophical discussions,
1: and it looks right. like they're, that's maybe Lori's the one that has her hop into the coffin, like <laughs> yeah. And and also there's a scene of um, Erica and Nora jumping on a trampoline like teenagers, yeah. You know, which is an interesting place for them to get to after. I mean, the experiences they had and went through together, I feel like would forge you into a family. I guess, like all the yeah. bitterness and hostility, like after your Same husband, with Kevin and John, after your husband shot your husband, and uh, you lost your daughter to the guilty remnant, uh, and now his this guy's ex is a guilty remnant, like that just
0: like fucking weld, that just spot welds it together. Yeah, I imagine like Erica and Lori could probably commiserate pretty well. Yeah, sure. No, and it's, Lori's it's, lost her. Her daughter to the guilty remnant, or has been a member of the guilty remnant, and she now Eric has lost her daughter to Dude, it. Dude, it's such a great like I'm saying like I, the more I think about it, it's such a great little dynamic. Yeah, it is, uh, they, and it, it's it's so it's so smart. And you know they're gonna nail it as far as the relationships. Yeah. That's the one thing that they always do right is uh, they really understand these characters, and and they have them interact in believable and interesting ways. And I think uh, we're set up for more of that. In season three. Yeah. Even if it's going to be balls to the wall crazy, because I have a feeling once we get to Australia, it's just going to be full on loony bin time, but I'm I'm all for it. So let me ask you this. Is there any way the show could
1: disappoint you with the final season? Because I've got one in mind, one absolute thing that could really bum me out. I don't have any specific ways. And it's it's a unique vulnerability that this show has because, Hmm. as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, season one and season two's finales served excellently as series finales. Yeah. And the only thing I'm expecting and really hoping for is that the third season finale that is a series finale – Nails that feeling too. Yeah. Because if if it feels even slightly unfinished or unfulfilling, it's going to pale in comparison to the previous two seasons, which yeah. that was the thing that was, it, it went from it being a great television series to the greatest television series that I've ever seen. See, season. Season. It has, hasn't quite the series. But there's a lot of stakes for me here. Like, if this thing nails it, if it's as good as the previous season and leaves on that satisfying note, I think I'm going to say it's better than The Wire.
0: Okay. And um, I know that's not a big deal for you because you've already dethroned The Wire with Breaking Bad. Uh, right, Back. right. Um, and, you know, I said that last season of The Leftovers was the best season of television I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and I stand by that. I think that was an amazing season. Here's here's something um, that I've heard or I read somewhere that I, I couldn't quote you where – I couldn't reference my sources here, but – I've heard, yeah, could be. <laughs> I've heard Lindelof say that this season now. Now, this doesn't speak to any to it being fulfilling necessarily, but it speaks to the finality of this, of this season. He said there are no loose ends at the end of this season. Is
1: that God on the phone with Nora? Like he's just being like, "Hey, you I know mean, what? There was a cosmic clerical error. We're really sorry. We found your kids. You can have them back."
0: Well, here's the thing, I. D- because am, that's, am like, I, I, that's what I'm I, saying. Like,
1: no, really, motherfucker. Or, no, well, loose okay.
0: So he didn't say no loose ends. What he said is there's no there's no possibilities or there's there's no room for like spinoffs or other shit happening with oh. the leftovers after this season. Well, I believe so. That. I mean that in, that makes me inclined to believe that this flood thing is gonna happen mm. or that the end of the world is gonna come about some other way. Mm. Um, I'm not sure about that, but. I don't know. That's what I've heard him say. And it's paraphrased, and I might be getting the exact sentiment wrong. What would you do? He might be fooling Cause I'm like, us.
1: Because I was meditating on this last night, thinking, like, you know, what are the ways? Like, what if it ended this way? What, Like, yeah. what if it's, like, fucking Close Encounters of the Third Kind, <laughs> aliens land, doors of light open, and Nora sees her children and her husband there, and they're beckoning, and, like, all the humans... All board. just holding their butts. Uh, <laughs> little, just walking funny. <laughs> it's safe it's Ooh fine boy. it's fine you'll get used to it and all the hu- the humanities board and the ships like would would that blow would that be like what the fucking because i was thinking yeah i, I, I think so no, I, I think i would still roll with it
0: <laughs> okay that's i want it actually at this point i want it to be supernatural like huh. i don't i don't well, want aliens, the aliens would be
1: supernatural i mean let's be like by you know
0: i mean they're unknown to us i guess yeah right like we had this you know, it's outside of, of what, what we the understand to supernatural, be nature, right? Yeah. right. Um, so, I don't know. I think I think aliens would feel weird in this series hmm. when we're dealing more about spirituality and and you know the, the supernatural. See, people get a little bit religious and
1: they just want to cling to it. Yeah. Any any outside idea contrary to their religion and it's just instantly
0: rejected as silly. I mean, I'm I'm a religious nut in the leftovers universe. You are. You're, I am. You're a, you're a leftovers nut. I'm joining up with Michael. Uh-huh. And, and potentially John. I think John gets religious this season, doesn't he? It looked like, to me, like he was maybe a little churchy. Yeah, and I almost wonder, like, if that's something he the
1: sons brought him along. Like, he's yeah. kind of like, hey, you've got a responsibility. Your dad was like this, uh, which, you know, we talked a lot about what the hell his dad was. Mm-hmm. Without much closure, but whether what, 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 however you feel about your dad the the fact is he's, he was also the spiritual figure yeah and you're next in line mm-hmm. so yeah, I could see him being with those experiences he's been through uh being very very religious mm-hmm. not Christian but religious really. although like I said
0: it's not, who knows like, you probably fall back big, big on big tent Christianity what's familiar big tent you know I'm sure he was raised Christian. Right. By his father. So, right. Wait, so, no, that's Erika's father. Is it Erika's father? Was it determined? I think Virgil is Erika's father. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't know what John was raised as.
1: So Erica needs to be in there and be the shaman. Yeah. Shaw woman. Yeah. It's time to
0: break through that glass ceiling. Yeah, I'm interested to see what... If they try to go with something as weird for the opening as Axis Mundi was. Because that... That was weird. I mean, that's like I do feel like
1: there is a little pressure to top. So, yeah. and I, I when I was seeing the Aboriginal dancers, my first thought was, "Oh shit, ten thousand BC, Aust- right, Australia." Uh-huh. And there's going to be they're going to show the some kind of amazing Axis Monday over that there there too. They might, yeah. So, but I don't know anything about Aboriginal culture and how old it is, and neither because it looked like uh, you know fairly contemporary uh, culture. So. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing saying that you that I guess couldn't a lot of that stuff could be in stasis for thousands of years. Yeah. Just because we change fashion every fucking quarter doesn't mean the the rest of the world would have to. Uh Okay, I think that's about all i've got i'm yeah, do, you, do you have do you, anything else you want to add? no
0: nope, I'm good. I
1: cannot wait no for this it's first episode exciting a f yep. and we will be back with the first episode uh two days on Tuesday after it airs mm-hmm. uh if you'd like to talk- tell us your thoughts about this upcoming season uh or the episode after we've seen it in general, you can send that into leftovers at baldmove.com dot com and we will consider it for reading. I will say. But I know that I had to make spe- – um, I, I get a large volume of va- mail on the show, and my personal biases are against theories. Okay. Because yeah. these shows – like, essentially, every person has their own spin, and I literally – like, like, if, if even one-tenth of one percent of the audience sends us in their personal theory, it would be a three- or four-hour show of me just reading one-off theories. So mm-hmm. it has to be an exceptionally – well-researched, well-supported in the text, Yeah, awesome theory for me to give it consideration. Um, so just, just so you know, before you spin, because uh, cause it always kills me when someone sends me a seven-page email with illustrations about their latest Kevin Garvey theory, and I'm like, oh, God, I can't. I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> Plus, I don't believe it. So I'm just, just, just <laughs> letting you know. Right. We're a bit of a theory hater. We're a little more of a straightforward, call it as it is, talk about what we think, it, think feel, how it feels and means and not care as much about predictions. Having yeah. said that, I know I've made a lot of my own predictions.
0: Sure. And will continue to. And I'm
1: biased towards them. So that's so super <laughs> unfair, too. Super yeah. unfair that I, I, I'm biased towards my own theories over yours. But what can I do? <laughs> All right.
0: Well, (laughs) uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Leftovers at baldmove.com. Run that gauntlet. We will see you next week. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya.